2: I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive.
1: Hey, how exactly does a track rear in on a Plymouth work?
2: It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source.
3: All right, and it is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We are live at the Crankers Car, Truck, and Bike Show. American Legion Post 1111, 9959 Old Wadsworth Boulevard. Steve Horvath with me today as well from Geno's Auto Service, and appreciate Steve joining us. And, uh, again, you know what? It's filling up. We've got a lot of folks now coming in, and appreciate each and every one of you that have come out and said hi and keep coming out. It's actually a great event. There's, by the way, as my wife over here is chowing down on a really great burrito in this green chili by the way delicious good very good delicious so lines are open by the way 303-477-5600 call us we'll get all your car questions answered i know we were off last week for the labor day weekend and that typically means that there's questions out there that need to get answered and yes we can still take all your calls just like we normally would none of that changes in fact i've got the same screens and everything in front of me here out of the studio as I do while I'm in studio, so the reality is we can answer any question the same way we always do. You can text us as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Question of the day, and Joe called in for Fix It Radio and added to our question, embarrassing purchases. Now, doesn't have to be a car. It can be anything, and what Joe wanted us to do was expand that to most embarrassing purchase for you and the most embarrassing purchase your other half mate, your spouse mate, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. And it can be anything. It doesn't have to be cars. It could be a piece of whatever. It could be a piece of clothing, it could be a car, it could be a house, it could be some art, it could be any number of items you name it. What is one of the most embarrassing things that either you purchased or the other half-purchased, let us know what that is. That's the question of the day, 303-477-5600. But, again, we're out at the, the Cranker's Car Truck and Bike Show, and more and more people are rolling in right now as we speak. It was a little bit I'll be honest, it was a little slow at first because the weather is not conducive for a car show, most would think. Although, since we've been here, we haven't had a drop of rain. It's actually not bad out. It's not that 100-degree on the parking lot. Weather that you're normally used to. I mean, we've been to some car shows where if you brought your pet, you better had booties for the pet because the the asphalt was so hot you were going to burn the mm-hmm. the paws <laughs> of. In fact, yeah. the last one we were at was a little bit that way. Uh, today, not the case at all. It's actually a really great day to come and and uh, you know wear a light jacket. I mean, some some folks running around here with short sleeve shirts on. They're tougher than I am. I've got a little jacket on, so but it's not bad. I, by the way, I have done colder. <laughs> On on air live remotes than this, so uh, this one's not as warm as we've had. And normally, in defense of these folks at this car show, normally this time of the year we don't have this kind of weather. Although I was reminded, uh, I think Nine News sent out some stuff earlier that two years ago today I think it snowed. Did,
4: was that the snow that oh, yes. broke all the branches? Yes. Yeah, right? So okay. we, we
3: we've had snow this early. Um, now, typically it doesn't stick and do much on the ground because the temperatures, you know, on the parking lots, you know, the parking lot temperatures are, are higher. But, uh, yeah, hey, this is Colorado. Once we get past Labor Day, it's sort of uh, no holds bo- I mean, things <laughs> all, can all happen- bets yeah, are off yeah. <laughs> yeah, all bets are off. Things can happen. And it's also a reminder. We talked about this in Fix It Radio, but it's also a reminder that, hey, it is that time of the year now to where you got to be thinking about winter. Winter is, is, I wouldn't say, fast approaching. But, hey, it's Colorado. Things can happen. We can get some snow even the first part of October. Normally, by the end of October, we're going to get some snow. So stuff can happen, and need to make sure that you're ready to go, your car is ready to go, and all of that is is handled. So again, Drive Radio KLZ five sixty is where you're at is where we're at. If you're just tuning in for the first time, we're here every Saturday from ten to one. We happen to be not in studio today. We're actually live at a car show that we do on an, on an annual basis. I think this is the I want to say Steve the fourth one of these that we. Done. I want to say, some of these just start rolling together, which is year after year we do the same thing. So uh, next week, by the way, I'm not quite sure whether we're going to be there or not, but there's a car show at the Sons of Italy over in the Wheat Ridge area. I need to double check to see whether we're going to be there or not. I will let you know here as we go a little further into the week what our schedule is looking like there. But either way, I believe that car show is going to take place next Saturday over in Wheat Ridge. And it's Colorado tomorrow. The weather's going to be a little warmer. It will be warmer Monday and then on through the week we go. So it's just going to keep getting warmer and warmer. So you guys know how that is. But. I do think we're at that time of the year where typically once we have one of these little spells, it's unlikely we have that 90-plus degree weather. So it is changing, and getting your vehicle ready for the winter months is very important. So we'll get into some of that as well. Um, Something else I had an article on today that I, I want to get into is what happens to American cars that are totaled? Where do they end up? Because keep in mind, a lot of those cars get fixed, and these could be cars that are just total these could be hail damage totals these could be flood damage totals they could be completely in an accident where you know one end, one end or the other is completely you know mashed mashed in and totaled uh, you know keep in mind here in our country because of our high cost of repairs you take a five-year-old car that gets $25,000 worth of damage which no offense in the body shop world isn't a lot of money anymore that car is totaled now that doesn't mean that car is not drivable, but that car is totaled. So where do those cars end up? I've got an article that I'll get into here in a little bit that talks a little bit about where those cars go. Now, we've talked on this show a lot in the past, too, and I'll continue to talk about it. I'm not a salvage title car fan. I'm just not that guy, Steve. Mm-hmm. And no. I know some like them and some get by with salvage titled cars, but I'm, I'm actually... Really, I'm not superstitious at all, at all, but I will tell you, I don't know why, but when a car gets wrecked, there's something about that car getting wrecked from that point forward over and over again. It's just the, I don't know why. It's the nature of it, I don't know, but there's very few cars I've ever owned where there wasn't some sort of significant damage, where that didn't have significant damage again. It's, it just, it's almost like an omen, that car now, bad juju that car has, <laughs> and it's just going to now, from that point forward, have have issues. Now, I know that's sort of out there, and that's a little superstitious, but it, I Steve, you've been in the car world long enough to know that I, I'm not wrong on what I just said.
4: No, I'm in the process of one of those right now. My wife's car has been hit twice, and we've only had it uh, maybe two or three years. Time to get rid of it. <laughs> and uh, in, it, well, and in, in, in neither have been her fault. They've all been kind of you know somebody uh, else's. Yeah, some rear-ended her, and then yeah. a, a semi kind of rubbed the wheel up against the fender, and and in uh, yeah. a turn. And, and I'm I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. just
3: I'm that guy. I, I I and I do not buy wrecked cars. I'm just one of those guys as well. If a car's had significant damage, count me out. I'm a a, I'm very particular. You guys all know this when it comes. I've got one of my vehicles here today that, again, you're welcome to come by and look at, which there's not a lot of these around. So, those of you that know, I, I bought a, uh, traded in my old, old mega cab, got rid of the old mega cab uh, truck that I had, diesel truck that I had, and I bought the new TRX Ram, uh, which I like so far. doesn't have a lot. I've got, I think I have under 50 miles on it, so I haven't driven it a lot yet, but uh, I will here at some point. Uh, But very nice truck, 707 horsepower, and I did a a few things to it already, you know, debadged it and did just a couple of things along those lines to change the look of it. But if you haven't seen one of those vehicles, you're more than welcome to come by and see what a 700-horsepower pickup truck looks like because there's not a lot of them out there. But uh, at any rate, uh, I'm one of those guys where I'm pretty particular. I'm also particular to where I don't really even like cars that have had to have repaint done. Hmm. Uh, on a factory now, street rods and such—that's a whole different ball game. But on a factory car, I'm—I'm I'm not a huge fan of cars that have had to have some sort of paint correction done. Um, as far as you know, the, you know, taking something off, repainting it, putting it back on. And I realize that in today's world, the the, the collision center end of things is much much better than it used to be. Um, but I'm just again, I'm just—I'm not—I'm not that guy that will buy those those types of cars I, Bruce I
4: think, go ahead oh sorry I was just going to say the you know on the, on the salvage title cars uh, I think as long as you're aware and that was always the problem we had in the years past is that a lot of times you bought that car you didn't realize it was salvage and True. Now, now, now you do now you do and I think as long as you're aware and you know what you're going to get and you have to also be aware aware, aware that it's uh, it's half its value when you go to trade it or sell it you know, nobody's going to pay you top dollar. They're going to pay you half yep. of
3: what its value. A producer, Ann, she, got, she had an accident in a car not that long ago and was saying that the car that she was rear-ended in was also a salvage title car. It wasn't her car, but it was a salvage title car. So I don't want to say that it proves my point, but, <laughs> but there's just something about a car, once it's been in an accident, it gets this this bad juju. I don't know. There's just something about it that it attracts other other accidents. I, again, I I probably can't... You know, document and prove that, but I, I just feel like that is the case and that's what happens. So I, it's just me. I, they, they just get this, this omen about them, I think. Uh, I, I don't know why, but again, I'm not a salvage title guy. I'm not a salvage title fan, but I will tell you that a lot of our cars that end up in, in that salvage title world will end up in other parts of the world. I'll get into some of that so they don't all just go away and go to the scrapyard. They they do they do end up still getting used. So we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, question of the day again most embarrassing purchases could be for you or your other half. You tell us what that is. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service, we're live at American Legion, post eleven eleven ninety-nine fifty-nine old Keep in mind, old Wadsworth Boulevard. Not new, but old. Come by, say hi. It's Crankers Car, Truck, and Bike Show. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
5: With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720 895 Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home? Or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage 720-895-0500 serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298191 regulated by DORA.
6: pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out hiking the trail safely with your dog. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today 303-708-8050 or check them out LoneTreeVet.com.
3: Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website drive-radio.com
6: We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
3: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for listening to us today, by the way. We appreciate it very much. We are live at the American Legion Post 1111 at 9959 Old Wadsworth Boulevard. Keyword there, old. You've got to come to Old Wadsworth, not new. The Crankers Car, Truck, and Bike Show. And lots of folks now. It's actually mm-hmm. been really nice. There's been a lot of folks that have now shown up here within the last, I don't know, 30 minutes or so. Some folks have come and gone, but it's just got kind of a day. Or if you want to come by, stop in, say hi, grab some goodies, look at some of the cars. They've got some great food. All the proceeds, by the way, from the food and the other things that we're doing here today help the uh, Women's Auxiliary here of the American Legion post 1111 as well. So if you're out in this area, stop by. Uh, even if you're not in the area, drive up and see, I mean, what else are you going to do today? Yeah. Come by and look at a, mm-hmm. come by a car show. because. I did hear from some folks earlier that came by uh, that there have been some events today that they weren't as robust as us. They canceled some things. So if you want to come by and see some good cars and have some fun and see us and stop by, and, and uh, there's some there's some really nice cars here today, by the way. So you you will not uh, you, you will not be disappointed in coming out. So, so what's the orange one there? Nomad. A Nomad. Fifty six.
4: Come see a Nomad. Yeah. That
3: is a, a the, nice car, but that's a very nice car. way. they painted the air cleaner. It looks uh, really like very, 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 very done. Very, very well. So there's some very nice cars here today. So we've got old, we've got new. There's a huge selection. It's it's not just a you know a '72 and older like what the good guys are doing, which that show's going on this weekend as well today and tomorrow. Uh, but there's there's lots of car shows. It's like kind of that time of the year. Uh, and again, some of these are rain or shine, just like we are today. Questions, though, biggest thing is we're here to answer questions. If you've got a question for us on anything at all, buying a car, selling a car, what maintenance to do, you've got a problem with the car, you got a light on, you name it, give us a call. We'd love to chat, 303-477-5600. The text line as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Give us a call or text us that question. We can get that answered as well. But back to the salvage title uh, end of things and steve you were mentioning during the break that you used to do a lot of work on some of those things so you know firsthand some of the things that you see with some of the salvage title cars sure they they want us
4: to just put one set of brakes on and, i mean just a right front wheel just, you know, one. <laughs> yeah, just one one side one side one side and, and gotcha. things like that and and, uh, and, uh, and which you can't do no and, and uh, the car's not going to be right doing yeah. it that way so, and what these guys would do is they would purchase the car at the auction mm-hmm. and uh they would then fix it up a little bit or just whatever they could do and they would take it to the dealers to sell as their used car inventory because oh. the dealers didn't you know they didn't have the time to go do all that stuff Correct. so so they had a buddy that they you know they knew they could take this they car. were the intermediate yeah so they, yep. they were the wholesalers i think what we used Yep. To call yep. Yep. so they, they they didn't have a retail license they could sell you a car but they got gotcha. they could find them gotcha and so that's how they made their money and they okay. and uh, they got enough to you know to get to that, okay. Yeah,
3: so. We'll keep talking about that too. If you got a question on salvage title cars, by all means, let us know. Mike, though, is next. Mike, welcome. How are you? John, I'm really well. I was going hey. to see i
2: I haven't heard um, a word about your C8. Uh, do you have it now? Yeah,
3: I have it. <laughs> it oh, has. Uh, it, it has. How many miles are my wife's next to me? How many miles are on it? Like three three fifty or so, maybe four hundred. I don't know. It doesn't have a lot of miles on it. Maybe 400 miles, Mike.
2: <laughs> How do you
3: like it? It's great. Great car. Yeah, I love it. It. Uh, uh,
2: yeah.
3: It's yeah. Fit. Yeah, I mean, everything. Fit, finish, drivability. I mean, I really have no complaints on that car at all. I mean, I know there's some folks out there that have had some transmission issues. Granted, I don't have a lot of miles on mine, but uh, mine so far, Mike, works fabulous and love the car, and I've got no complaints with it whatsoever. It's a great car.
2: I was just curious, that's only, I was checking, because I think that is probably the best bang for your buck in the exotic car world uh, on the planet right now. Agree
3: With so. what you get with that car, and what, what Mike's talking about for all of you listening, what you gain in that car, um, as far as mid-engine, performance, its handling, all of those different things, Mike, you're correct, there, there, it's hard to find another car like that, for that price. I mean the next closest car and are not even the same cuz I own one would be an Audi R8, you know, if you if you could find a rear wheel drive version which you know, I have one of those which they only made well they made them for a couple of years but they're not that there's not that many of them around. They're fairly rare. That's probably the only car that's fairly comparable and you know, you you know Mike as well as I. Those are you know, one seventy, one eighty. You know, you can still get a C eight in the seventy five, eighty range if you want to. So they're half of what its next closest competitor is.
2: Absolutely, no, it's absolutely astounding the bang for the buck and the performance that you get. And and I'm familiar with the R eight rear drive, and that's a magnificent piece of equipment but they're not inexpensive by any stretch so no they're anyway, not. I just thought I'd check and uh, uh, I hadn't heard in a while and and kudos glad you got it and you've been able to spend a little time with it and not a lot thank you I mean very you know, much
3: and, and I'll be honest Mike I probably spent a little more but the, the beginning of this summer wasn't super. You know, weather conducive to actually getting it out and driving it on the weekends. And then, of course, I had some really great press cars in the beginning of this year that I was able to to drive as well. So, you know, between those two, I just I really haven't been behind the wheel of much of any of them, to be honest with you.
2: Hey, let me ask you a question. Is there a some high-performance cars, and I'm not familiar with the C8s now, there is a specific RPM limit for a certain amount of miles and yada, 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 Uh, I mean, it went away with these new motors on a lot of stuff. No, and some some of them are still there.
3: No, no, those those are still there. So for great question, by the way. I'm glad you asked. On the C8, it it won't really even open up and have all the horsepower until you get at least 500 miles on it. So I'm not even to that point yet on mine. I need to drive a few more miles to even get it to that point. My new TRX, which happens to be here at the show today with the 707, you know, supercharged, you know, Hellcat engine, that one won't even go into launch. It won't go to launch mode. On the truck, which it does have, but it won't go to launch mode until it has 500 miles. So, believe it or not, some of the high-performance cars, Mike, do have a little bit of a limiting factor in that first, you know, th- probably five to 800 miles, roughly.
2: Huh. Well, the ones I've owned uh, have have had that, and there's there's one in particular that that uh, said, you know, if you exceed this limit in 1,200 miles, this RPM limit, it voids the warranty. They were. Wow. They were absolutely adamant about it. Red stickers all over the thing. Just out of wow. curiosity, on an automotive note, um, for show, show note, are you going to, you're probably Mobile One in it. I suspect it comes with yes. Mobile One. Are you yes. going to change it out at like 1,000 miles and, and that kind of thing?
3: I probably will do it sooner than next. I don't know if I'll even have 1,000 miles on it within the next year, so I'll probably just do it time-wise more than anything. I, I like to gotcha. keep that that, gotcha. that break-in, quote-unquote, break-in oil in it, you know, at least until you can get to that 1,000. But in my case, I probably won't have a 1,000 miles on it. And uh, by this Christmas, I'll have owned it two years, so I'll probably have to change it no matter what, Mike.
2: Got gotcha. you. Well, a, a interesting topic. It's getting that time of year when I'm thinking about making sure my batteries and my antifreeze yep. on my cars is good. So, Yep. anyway, great show, John. No, Thank great questions,
3: Mike. Much. Thank you very much. No, always great hearing from you. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Dennis, Dennis, we'll get you in before we go to the break. Go ahead, sir. What's up?
0: Hey, great, because uh, I got an appointment in 10 minutes, so I'll be as quick as I can. <laughs> no, we're, that's fine. That works perfect. Let's do it. Yeah, I've got a 2018 uh, Chevy High Country um, with 100 uh, Duramax 135,000 miles on it. I buy a new truck every four years. Okay. I've got a 2022 coming in. Surprisingly enough, next week. Well, as luck would have it, my check engine light came on. It okay. says I need a Nox, I need a upstream Nox one sensor. National back order, I cannot <laughs> get one. I mm-hmm. bought two aftermarkets. Both of them have been faulty. They installed mm. and then they just throw codes like, you know, no tomorrow. So right. uh, that's 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 not an option my my bigger question is do i arm wrestle the 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 dealership uh, for a fair price on mine or do i park it in my barn and just cut a check for the new one
3: nope and Uh, i would again given the given the sales tax issue that we went over a couple of weeks ago dennis i would arm wrestle them over a good price keep in mind This is also on them. That's still under your emissions warranty, that sensor is. They should be taking care of that without you having to even go to the aftermarket. So the reality is this is on them. And if you have any issues, I would call your your local GM rep, or if you can't find that number, I have a number you can call for GM that will get you to the right people that will help you through that process because they are still liable to fix that vehicle on their dime. Even with one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Number uh, at one hundred. You're at one hundred and thirty. You said. Yeah, one hundred thirty-five. No, one hundred thirty. Sorry, back. I made a mistake. No, at one thirty, that's yeah, your dime now say because say it's, it's yeah, out of it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's over at a hundred.
0: So you know, I've been told my my original dealership and and I want to. I, I should preface this by saying I've bought dozens, if not more, trucks for uh, my company that I sold. So, um, so I, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a bad buyer when it comes to this. I just but I just don't know the perception that I'm going to get.
4: So, um, um, how hard is it to do the knock sensor on that? Is it fairly easy?
0: Oh yeah, it's one point five hours. I've had it out twice. Okay. I
4: was, just, I was just thinking, uh, can, can, can we find a used one? Still a good um, point. You know, I, I mean, I, yeah, you know, I there's got to be one out there that way, and then at least I get I it in so, key so key you can have the light new off market. and trade it.
3: Yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, on the same token, I don't think. For, truthfully, since you know what's wrong with it, I don't think you're going to get beat up at all on, on that. I mean, there's no good use pickups for sale. So yeah. I don't think, Dennis, is going to make a hill of beans bit of difference on the trade anyways. They, they're they going to give you top dollar for it because they can, they'll take every single truck they can get their hands on anyway. So I don't think that's a huge issue.
0: Yeah, this is practically uh, immaculate. I mean, I'd rate it as a number two out of... Five or four out of ten, something like that. Um, it, this truck gets washed every single day, and it has never towed anything. I just like it's driving. better than I a four. It's better than a four
3: out of ten. Then you're probably a six or seven out of ten. I mean, if you look at the other trucks that are out there on the used end of things, you're better than you think you are. Yeah, don't devalue. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, it it's, it's a better 40, truck than you at, think.
0: At, well, and I know there's quasi-rare, I don't get out much, but you don't see any, and if I search the net, there aren't
3: really no, there any in no, our region. No,
2: there's not.
0: No, no. So you, you, you'll do
3: fine wrestling. on trading that car. I I, I, would, I would arm wrestle them on the trade. You save on the sales tax, which typically make it worth your while, plus yep. it's just less hassle it. down the road, and no. I don't think they're going to nick you at all for that light. I wouldn't worry about it.
0: Yeah, I prefer, I don't really want to Craigslist it in my driveway, to be honest with you. I don't blame so, you. Um, What's what book do they use anymore? NADA um, yes. has one price, and who's the other guy? They have a completely Kelly- different, Kelly. different price. Yeah, Most, K- most K- of the K- dealers, K- K-
3: dealers K- will use the NADA, but they're also looking at what's the market bear right now. And a lot of the dealers keep this in mind will already have a buyer for that truck. For example, this TRX that I'm driving, I took my Mega Cab, which didn't have a lot of miles, a little different situation than you, but I, I basically got all but two grand out of the truck that I bought on a trade. That's how well they did on allowing me the trade on the new truck. So the reality is these guys typically, and I, be, I bet my truck didn't sit there the weekend, and I'm not exaggerating. So they already had a buyer for that truck before it ever hit the lot.
0: Well, I've heard that before, and actually, they took my van 10 days ago when they said, you know, yep. we have a van and we have a ship date, and your your new vehicle is already at the rail depot. We will deliver it next week. But that was, you know, that was almost two weeks ago, so... Yeah, it'll be, it'll be any day now. Market.
3: It's been taken, right now, it's been taken a couple of weeks to get them from the rail in, so think, you know, keep that in mind. It's about two weeks, so you should be seeing it any day, and... Uh, yeah, I, I believe me. They've already got a buyer for your car. They won't or your truck. It won't take them long to sell it.
0: Hey, thanks, guys. Great show. It's too bad it's you're very hey, welcome, guys, Dennis. By the you. way, great question.
3: <laughs> uh, do that. Come yeah, out and see us, Bye. Dennis. And, and great question, by the way. That I, I would, I would. Um, for those of you that are listening, um, if you've got the opportunity, like Dennis, to not mess with it, go trade, go make the right deal. Uh, I can go over the sales tax end of it again as soon as we come back, because there's always some. Uh, confusion maybe is the best way to say that when it comes to the sales tax end of things. So we can talk about that as soon as we come back. Any more questions for us, guys, give us a call, 303-477-5600, the text line 307 307- 28222 and again we're live at the American Legion Post 1111 that's 9959 Wadsworth Boulevard we're at the Crankers Car Truck and Bike Show so we're live on air as you can tell myself Steve Horvath Geno's Auto Service Charlie Grimes back in the in the studio doing our engineering as he always does and of course Larry Younger answering phones today as well which we appreciate those two guys very very much so come by though and say hi we'd appreciate it very much we'll be right back though this is Drive Radio KLZ 560 We live in uncertain times, energy prices are through the roof,
8: Absolute electrical heating and air
7: if your engine doesn't leak oil but you have to add to it between oil changes where does the oil go?
9: Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five star review, Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model. For quick and experienced problems, solving fill out the contract form now at klzradiocom extreme
8: you want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise colorado hailstorm but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle paul nigro and his team at group insurance analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162.
3: All right, we are live at the American Legion Post 1111, 99.59 Wadsworth Boulevard. That's old Wadsworth, by the way. Cranker's Car, Truck, and Bike Show. Myself, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service. They're still answering questions, by the way. Lines are open. If you get got a question for us, by all means, ask 303-477-5600. Text line 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. All right. Most embarrassing purchases by either you or Your other half. I have a few that came in via the text line. Uh, This one is worst gift or a Christmas present for my wife. A Vegematic. It didn't even work. (laughs) Um, Probably not a great Christmas gift for the wife, by the way. Probably not. Um, All right. Here's one that we've got that we could just answer, Steve. Uh, Good morning, guys. I have an old 2001 Ford Explorer sport track that rides like a lumber truck. Researching this a little bit on the internet, I found out that the body mount bushings on these units have basically disintegrated in many cases. I guess a body shop is what typically would replace these bushings. Is this worth messing around with? Greg, you are the texture of this. No, most mechanical shops can do body mounts as well. That does not have to be done at a collision center. In fact, I will tell you that you're likely to get it done faster and just as well. At a mechanical shop, as you will at a body shop. In fact, most body shops, unless there's some body damage to go with that, or you've got uh, something to where you need to cut the floor, for example, maybe to get to one of the bolts that maybe has been rusted or something along those lines, that's about the only time you might get a collision center involved. Otherwise, Uh, I wouldn't. You should be able to get that done at any mechanical shop without any problem at all. Depending upon what part of town you're in, I can send you to somebody. The issue there is the age. Not every auto shop is going to work on a 21-year-old vehicle. Being straight up honest, Greg, this is one of those things where when you start getting that old, and Steve can attest to this, Parts availability becomes harder. Uh, we don't want what we call hanger queens, which means that vehicle gets up on the rack, we get it all apart, we find out what parts we need, and then you can't find them. Now it's tying up a bay for several days in some cases. And auto shops, and I consult auto shops on a regular basis, I would I would even tell an auto shop don't go there because if, unless you've got everything all dialed in before that vehicle hits the rack, it could it could liable to be a hanger queen. and It's going to cost you money. That's the problem with getting a regular mainstream auto shop to work on vehicles of that age. Am I right, Steve?
4: I agree, and I think the other thing too is that you, if you have an established relationship with a shop, you've been going there for years. That's different. They're going to they're going to do something like that. If you're a guy that jumps around from place to place. They're not going to do that much for you.
3: If you're just calling around, they're probably yeah. not going to do it at all. No. Yeah, that, no, you, That's a great point. So if you've got a relationship there with somebody, Greg, they should be able to handle that. If you just get on the phone though and start calling, um, and I will tell you that you're going to have better luck – going to one of the off-road four-wheel drive shops that does that type of work on a regular basis, you're going to be better off going there to get those replaced than you would a regular auto shop or even a collision center. So if you're still listening, Greg, let me know. Respond to that text message so I don't answer you directly. And uh, otherwise, we'll answer some more of the calls on the on the phone. Doug, I believe you are next. Doug, welcome. How are you? morning. Doing great, thanks. Good. I got a 2011
2: Chevy Silverado work truck with 270,000 on it. And everything's been working great, but this morning the radio has been gone bonkers. The uh, power button uh, would sometimes work; it'd come on and off. The volume uh, knob will change the station now and the volume mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> so I have to use the preset. It, I've never had a radio freak out of me before.
4: Um, Not uncommon. No, yeah, I'm assuming the
3: electronics inside are probably starting to fail. Some of the yep. solder joints and
4: chips yep. and things like that. Um
3: and, by the way, the cold weather, warm weather can have a big effect on that. Even we're sitting here right now, I need to resolder a couple of our solder joints on our headphones here because as Steve and I are sitting here and the temperature changes a little bit, we can, we can feel some things change. We have to wiggle some cords around, and that's what's happening internally on a lot of components that you're talking about. And I would not even try to fix that. You can buy a replacement radio that has already been, you know, gone through, fixed, eBay, other places. I would do that before I try to fix that one. Sure. Or the... Uh Oh. the other radio shop the the car toysy. And they're easy and they're easy to change. I, I will say that too, Doug. If you if you're handy at all taking the face plate off, typically there's about four bolts to hold that radio unit in. There's a big plug on the back and the antenna. It's an easy slip in and slip out. They're not hard to do.
2: Oh cool. Maybe I'll just upgrade to something with more, you know, the you new could. features. But-
4: that's some of those cool things, too. Now you get you know Bluetooth where you can you know get maps, maps and all that kind and, of and
3: stuff. And I'll give you a little secret on that. If right. you like the look of the factory head unit, there's some guys on eBay that are yeah. able to add some of the Bluetooth features and things Steve just talked about into your current unit where it doesn't even look like you changed anything. No. Or
4: Apple CarPlay. Oh, I- that, too. Oh, oh,
3: you know, yeah, so there's, there's a lot of things that we just, you know, get on the Internet, get on eBay. You can find those things. This is not an item you're going to run down an app and buy anyway, so this is one of those, those items you do a little research on. But now – you. you. You can do a replacement aftermarket radio, but let me give everybody a heads up on that. There are some really good replacement aftermarket radios, and there's a lot of junk aftermarket replacement radios. I'm still a factory radio guy if you can at all do it because I think they're more robust than a lot of the aftermarket units are. And to get an aftermarket oh, yeah. unit that's decent, you're gonna you're gonna spend four to five hundred bucks to get a decent aftermarket unit. Now, I know a lot of guys are gonna call and say, Oh no, you can buy a head unit for hundred bucks. You can, but they're crap. I'm going to be for, straight up honest. You buy a radio for 100 bucks, it's junk. It'll last you for a little bit of time. You're going to have to put a different faceplate around it to make it fit the hole correctly. Um, it's not a double dim unit. Again, there's a lot of things you have to do to put one of those other cheesy aftermarket radios in. I would stay factory if you can, Doug. Absolutely. I definitely want to stick with factory then. All right, Thanks. You're very welcome. Great, By the way, great question because that happens on, you know, even some newer vehicles. They can get four or five years old and have issues that way. All right, we got to take a break, but I'm going to get Teresa in before we do. Teresa, you're up next.
10: All right, good.
3: Hello, Teresa. What can we do for you?
10: Well, I put my car to bed three years ago because I had some problems with my right leg, and I was having trouble shifting because I have okay. a standard shift in it. So I put it down, and it's taken me this long to get my leg back together. I had kind of a little wreck, you know, because I couldn't lift my leg from the, um, to the brake. So anyway, I'm ready to drive it, and I took it out in March, and I put a battery in it. It needed a battery, and that's in there, and it goes with that. But I don't know what else I have to do. You know, it's got a lot of grease and enjoy some stuff what do i need to do to get that um, properly running now
3: okay you know what that's a great question it's going to be a little longer answer than what i've got before break i'm going to put you back on hold we'll come back and take that as soon as we get back from this break so guys hang tight i'll get Teresa's question answered here in just one moment so hang tight we'll be right back drive radio klz 560
12: That's 303-662-0789.
3: All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Let's get Teresa handled here uh, as we come back. Teresa, one thing I didn't ask you, what are you driving, by the way? What is the make, model, and mileage of the car?
10: It's a 98 RAV4 standard with 129,000 miles on it.
3: Okay, all right. And it sat for three years? Yes. Inside or outside?
10: In my my garage.
3: Oh, in the garage. Okay, much better. Good, good, good. Okay, so you did a battery. Go ahead, Jerisa, go ahead.
10: Oh, it's been outside since March.
3: That's okay. Not a problem at all. Okay, so you did a battery, put some fresh fuel in it. You've been driving it, correct?
10: No, I haven't been driving it at all. I don't want to wreck it more.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Does it start and run?
10: Well, yeah, I put a new battery and it took right off.
3: Okay, good. Okay,
10: so what I would
3: do is just, I would have somebody do an inspection of it, make sure that you don't need any other fluids changed. You may at this point for as long as it is sat. I would go ahead and put fresh oil in it, do an engine oil change on it, but then just have all of the other fluids looked at, you know, coolant, transmission, differentials, all of that. I would just have all that looked at. And other than that, that's a really great car. You shouldn't have to do much else to it.
10: Okay, all right. Where's a good place to go? I want Where are you to- at? Are you?
3: What? What part of town, I'm in, Teresa? I'm in
10: northeast Boulder.
3: Oh, go, go to Legacy I Automotive. Think? Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. They're at 55th and Arapaho. They can they can take great care of you.
10: Legacy.
3: Legacy right, Automotive in Boulder.
10: Okay. Thank you. Thanks. For You're being very here.
3: welcome. Thank you, Teresa. Appreciate it. In fact, Josh from Legacy, uh, he. Who's going to be out and about today, might even pop in and Great. say hi today, so we'll see if he does. Don is next. Don, welcome.
1: Hey, I've got a real dilemma here. Not sure where to start, but I'll start at the beginning. Uh, first off, it's a 2015 F-250 Ford uh, Platinum Series, 6.7 Power Stroke, 6-speed automatic okay. transmission, uh, 4x4, and... Uh, <clears throat> I'll start with the way this problem started way back in June of twenty twenty one. And what it did is I pulled it, and I'm remembering this now from that long ago, but it's still been doing the same thing uh in in more recent times that I'll tell you about. But anyway, uh take it out of <clears throat> excuse me, park and put it in drive and across the screen, screen comes all kinds of uh, warnings and so on faults uh, you know i think one of them was cranking fault and just a whole bunch of them and so but the truck was still running and everything also i didn't have uh, you know a display for the for what would you the park reverse neutral drive oh, you know okay Kay. anyway so <clears throat> It was still running, but I I was loading it up to do some stuff, take some stuff to some friends. And uh, when I shut it off to load up and everything, get back in it, it's no crank. It's just completely dead. There's no click, there's no nothing. And so I called the people that was expecting me in Denver, I live in the Conifer area, and told them I can't come because I can't get my truck started. just won't crank, period. And they said, uh, you know, they're computer people, and uh, Sherry and Rudy. And anyway, Rudy got back with me, and he looked it up on YouTube or, you know, computer world anyway. And if you can believe this, no one else has ever heard of it, but this is what happened. He told me that this uh, YouTube video, and I guess it was on a Ford that was on the video, and if I go in— you know, just turn the key on uh, so it's in the on position and take the two buttons on the radio, you know, the, the turn-on button and the I guess it would be the tuning button, and mm-hmm. hold for 15 seconds, uh, it might start. And lo and behold, it did start. Okay. And <laughs> if you've ever heard of something like that, I don't know. But Do anyway, have? then it worked fine for... Uh, Let's see, that was the first time it did this. The second time was March of this year. And it did the very same thing. And uh, so I, anyway, I got it to the dealer I bought it from and got it in there and got it worked on. And uh, what they did to it, which seems a little ridiculous, but they did get it going, uh, even though both of my batteries tested fine, they said we needed to put two new diesel batteries in, yep. so they did that, and then they replaced the uh, uh, replaced the transmission range sensor and reset, okay. and then okay. they replaced. Well, uh, oh, that's what the transfer range sensor.
3: Does does it work now, Don? Is it okay now? No,
1: I, I got the same problem, and so. Mm. Uh, and, and, and here's the problem is that, uh, okay, I did it the third time on 820, uh, 823, August of this year.
3: Okay. And okay. so
1: I tried to get it in with them, and they couldn't take it. And I says, hey, if I shut this off, it's probably not going to start. And they said, well, you can't take it in and leave it. And so I got it at my place right here, and it's not in a good area to tow or put on a flatbed. So some of my questions are, one, is there any mobile service people that can come up and get this no, truck started?
3: not that I know of.
1: Okay, um, next question then. If I do tow and or haul, is it even uh, safe to tow this uh, I, as far as damage to the truck?
3: I would flatbed it. I would not tow it. I would only. Yeah, fla- I would okay. flatbed it only.
1: So do you know who I might be able to get to come up in the counterferry and tow this thing?
3: Um, as far as towing it down from Conifer, yeah, any of the tow companies should sure, be able yeah. to handle that. I don't think that's a big issue. The biggest thing is finding the dealer down here that you want to take it to. And I would take it back to where it came from.
1: Well, that's what I thought I'd do because they've at least worked on it before. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'm, I'm afraid this is going to keep having the same problems. It is. Even if I get it, it is. fixed. And I so, agree. Is
3: there any? Hey, hey Don, I'm up against the break. I got to run. But yes, I would do that. Any other questions for me? Send me an email. Go right to the website, drive-radio.com. Guys, we're up against the top of the hour. Chris, hang tight. We'll get you as soon as we come back. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. And again, we're live at the Crankers Car, Truck, and Bike Show, 9959 Wadsworth Boulevard. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
7: Still haven't had enough.